Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal. Lord, thank you for a brand new day. Thank you, Lord, because this is the day that you have made. Lord, scripture says that you will cause us to rejoice and be glad in today. And so, Father, we say thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for your goodness for today. Thank you for your loving kindness. Thank you for your faithfulness. Your word says that every time we see the sun rise, Lord, it is proved that your covenant with us is still at work. And so, Father, this morning, we thank you for the covenant. We thank you for the covenant that we have with you in Christ Jesus. Thank you for the blood of Jesus shed upon the cross of Calvary. Thank you because by his blood we can come this morning. By his blood we enter into the presence of the King of Kings. Lord be glorified forevermore in the precious name of Jesus. In our time again here, Lord, reading your word, we ask, Father, again, speak to us. We ask, Father, Lord, give us wisdom, give us understanding in your word. Help us learn in your presence today, but let your name alone be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining into devotion this morning. I am Murphy Eyenike. Today we will be rounding up. Yes, we will be completing uh, the book of Osea. Yes, Osea is quite a short. It's quite a short book. The prophet Osea is quite a short book. Uh, in the last few days, we've just gone through this, and today we will take the last three chapters chapters 12 13 and 14 we remind ourselves again okay uh, the circumstances around when the prophet Osea was sent to begin to prophesy to the nation of israel israel had forgotten its god israel had turned to idols okay um he haven't seen the power of god okay in their life bring them out of egypt many of them had the story how great god's power was haven't seen how god has blessed his people okay the people rewarded god if you want to use that word they rewarded god by turning to idols and so in the chapters we have read until now god sent the prophet Hosea to warn them to warn them and tell them that there were consequences for their actions and that they would definitely get the reward for their actions. He told them that they, when, they, when they sowed the wind, they will reap the wild wind. In other words, when they sow to trouble, they will reap calamity. It will, you know, uh, their actions was going to bring them, bring them troubles. He said that look, uh, they're trying to, you know, buy literally buy safety, uh, getting allies. Okay turning to Egypt 
returning to Assyria will not be will not be enough to save them. And yes, we know the story. Eventually, Israel is carried off into exile. Okay, so the story continues in that line, or the prophecies continue in that line. 12 and 13 will be exactly the same thing. God kept keeps on warning his people, telling them the calamity is coming for your actions. But in chapter 14, chapter 14 is one the only chapter in the book of Hosea that was not a warning about sin. Instead, it was a call, a call to repentance. And we'll see what to learn from there today. Alright, get your Bibles. Hosea chapter 12, it says the people of Israel filled, feed on the wind. They chase after the east wind all day long. They pile up lies and violence. They are making an alliance with Assyria while sending olive oil to buy support from Egypt. Okay, so in the eyes of the leaders, it will seem as if they were trying to be prudent, okay? They were just trying to show up themselves so that uh, wherever trouble came from, at least they will they have a plan. They they have a plan A. If plan A failed, they will turn to plan B. If plan B failed, there will be a plan C. That was what they were trying to do. And I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with planning this morning, but uh, instead here, they were doing all of this because they had forsaken God. God had told them that all these things that you are running after these idols to get, okay, I will give them to you. Okay, so why have you forsaken the Lord? Or I am the one who blesses you. Why are you turning to idols instead? He said the people of Israel feed on the wind. They chase after the east wind all day, all day long. They pile up lies and violence. They are making an alliance with Assyria while sending while sending olive oil to, to buy support from Egypt. It says, now the Lord is bringing charges against Judah. He is about to punish Jacob for all his deceitful ways and pay him back for all he has done. It says, even in the womb, Jacob struggled with his brother. Yes. <laughs> so God just uses this analogy. Okay. Um, of course, we know the story of how Jacob and Esau okay, came out of the womb god uses it to paint a story okay to the nation and tell them that look it's as if uh, this mindset never left you he said that even in the womb jacob struggled with his brother when he became a man he even fought with with god yes he wrestled with the angel and won he wept and pleaded for a blessing from him there at Bethel, he met God face to face, and God spoke to him. Yes, God spoke to him. He met God, fought God, or wrestled with God face to face. However, he cried to God. He asked God to bless him. We know the story, okay, of how Jacob, okay, struggled with that angel until the angel touched his hip and his socket went out of joint and Jacob began to limp, limp. But he called on God. He said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. And God blessed him. And God was telling the people here, 
then learn, learn, learn from your father. He says, the Lord God of, of heaven's armies, the Lord is his name. Say so now, come back to your God. Yes, just like Jacob turned to God, come back to your God. Say so now, come back to your God. Act with love and justice and always depend on him. He says, but no, the people are like crafty merchants selling from dishonest scale. They love to cheat. Yes, they think they can cheat God. They think that they can deceive God. They think that they can pretend to be pious, whereas on that they are devious wolves, if you want to call them that. They, they pretend as if they want to turn to God. However, under their cloaks, the idols are still there. God tells them that you are, look, says, but no, the people are like crafty merchants, selling from dishonest skill. They love to cheat. Israel boasts, I am rich. I've made a fortune all by myself. No one has caught me cheating. My record is spotless. But I, it says, but I am the Lord your God who rescued you from slavery in Egypt and I will make you live in tents again as you do each year at the festival of Shetas. I sent my prophets to warn you with many visions and parables. I hope you still remember the, the festivals of Shetas, right? So the people used to hold this festival to remember the faithfulness of God. How that at one time they used to live in tent. But God took care of them. The Bible says that when they went through the wilderness, however bad it was, okay, they might have struggled through, you know, but everyone who put their trust in God, they came through that wilderness and God, God provided for them. Okay, so they do this festival to remember God's faithfulness in bringing them out of Egypt and bringing them into the promised land. God said, look, I will make you live in tents again. It wasn't really a cause. God was just telling them, look, I will remember you of yesteryears. I will remember, I will remind you of my powers. He says, I sent my prophets to warn you with many visions and, and parables. He says, but the people of Gilead are worthless because of their idol, idol worship. And in Gilgad too, they sacrifice bulls. Their altars are lined up like the heaps of stone along the edges of the plowed field. Jacob fled to the land of Aram, and there he earned a wife by tending sheep. Then, by a prophet, the Lord brought Jacob's descendants out of Egypt, and by that prophet they were protected. In essence, God was telling them, telling them, I sustained this nation, guiding them with the prophet. Okay, the prophet here was the prophet Moses. Okay, and God was telling them, I have been sending prophets to you. Why have you been refusing to listen to the messengers that have been sending to you? Why have you been listening to choose to just go your own way? He says that by a prophet, the Lord brought Jacob's descendants out of Egypt. And by that prophet, he says they were protected. Yes, because of how Moses led them. They were protected in the wilderness. Okay, Moses' Moses' presence was guaranteed that uh, there was going to be the pillar, the pillar of fire by night, the, the pillar of cloud. 
by day. God said, I guided you, I protected you by that prophet. He says, but the people of Israel have bitterly provoked the Lord. So so their Lord will now sentence them to death in payment for their sins. Okay, so the people just totally and completely forgot God. They totally completely forgot God. They forgot their, their their humble beginnings, if you want to call call it that. They forgot everything that God did in the past. God says, look, I am going to call for anger against you. And that is what chapter 13 is about, the Lord's anger against Israel. It is that when the tribe of Ephraim spoke, the people shook with fear, for that tribe was important in Israel. Since, but the people of Ephraim sinned by worshiping Baal and thus sealed their destruction. I say again, worshiping idols seals your faith. Worshiping idols seals your faith. The only thing that comes from trusting in an idol, okay? The Bible says that those who worship idols are like, that they eventually become exactly like the idols. The end for you, okay, will not be good. An idol will not help you. On the day of trouble, in the day of calamity, the idol will, will do nothing, will fold his hand because it is simply wood. Instead, put your trust in God. Yes, Ephraim was so blessed. Okay, they were so empowered, but I'm telling you, they were so powerful. However, as they began, they began to worship Baal, as they began to worship idols, they lost, they lost all that glory. Two says that now they continue to sin by making silver idols, images shaped skillfully with human hands. Sacrifice to this, they cry, and kiss the calf, the calf, the calf idols. Therefore, they will disappear like the morning mist are like dew in the morning sun like shaft are blown by the wind like smoke from a chimney god was telling them okay you will you will lose everything because an idol will not keep you an idol cannot do anything it is simply an image you are the one that carries it about in fact you will have to you will to move it from exactly where you put it before an idol is nothing i say again an idol will not help you. An idol will not save you. Put your hope instead in God. It says that I have been the Lord your God ever since I brought you out of Egypt. You must acknowledge no God but me, for there is no other savior. Yes, God was telling them, go and read the story. Let your your, your ancestors tell you, I was the one who brought, brought them out of Egypt, and I brought them out with a mighty hand. He says, you must acknowledge no God but me, for there is no other savior. I took care of you in the wilderness, in that dry and thirsty land. But when you had eaten and were satisfied, you became proud and forgot me. You know, I said it in the beginning. Okay, uh, it was as if God brought the people, you know, through the wilderness. And when they entered the promised land, God warned them that when they were fat, they should they should be careful so that they do not they did not forget their God. No, not Israel. They did exactly that when they became fat. He says, but when you had eaten and were satisfied, you became proud and forgot me. Yes, they turned 
to to idolatry first of all it started by just true marriage intermarrying marrying the people of the land and then beginning to worship the gods of the people of the land before you know it uh, they were totally defied say so now i will attack you like a lion like a leopard that locks along along the road like a bear whose cob have been taken away i will tear tear out your heart i will devour you like a hungry lioness and mangle you like a wild animal okay see this is just descriptive okay of what god is saying he will do eventually i'm telling you that was exactly what happened to them when assyria came assyria destroyed destroyed everything assyria was literally like like these three animals painted here the lion the leopard the bear literally they they locked for the people and then they tore them they literally tore them apart dash babies on, on on rocks you know killed the women in the street raped the women in the streets they destroyed everything god said look it was your worship of idols that brought this calamity on you god says that i okay i will make this thing i will bring it to pass let it happen to you this is like a bear whose cub have been taken away i will tear out your heart i will devour you like a hungry lioness and mangle you like a wild animal you are about to be destroyed O israel yes by me your only helper god is saying because you have turned to idols Ah, I used to be your only helper, but no more. I will step out of the way. It says, yes, uh, by me, your only helper. Now, where is your king? Let him save you. Where are all the leaders of the land, the king and the officials you demanded of me? In my anger, I gave you kings, and in my fury, I took them away. Ephraim's guilt has been collected, and his sins, his sin has been stored up for punishment the pain has come to the people like the pain of childbirth but they are like a child who resists being born the moment of birth has arrived but they stayed in the womb and i'm telling you terrible calamity you would expect that when the moment of birth arrives the child himself is is excited wants to come out okay to to see the mother's face eventually okay uh, but here israel is different okay when the moment of birth came when the moment where israel should turn to their god when the moment where israel should worship god that was when they instead okay chose that they were not going to be given birth to that they were going to stay in the womb what a calamity big lessons for us for us to learn i said yesterday that this is the time to 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 seek after god to serve the lord this is literally the time okay for you to be to be given birth to if you want to use it that way for you to serve and to cherish to long after the lord this is not the time to resist him god says in verse 14 should i ransom them from the grave should i redeem them from death from death O death bring on your terrors O grave bring on your plague for i will not take pity on them says ephraim was the most fruitful of all his brothers but the east wind a blast from the lord will arise in the desert all their flowing springs will run dry and all their wells 
will disappear. Every precious thing they own will be plundered and carried away. The people of Ephraim must bear the consequences of their guilt because they rebelled against their God. They will be killed by an invading army. Their little ones dashed to death against the ground. Their pregnant women ripped open by the sword. I'm telling you, it was quite terrible, but the prophet Osea prophesied it. Remember, this was more than 50 years before Assyria will eventually come and, you know, literally destroy the nation of Israel and carry them off into exile. Hallelujah. Let's move on to our final chapter, Osea chapter 14. Osea chapter 14 is a call to repentance and that healing comes, healing comes with repentance. And I'm telling you, God literally paints the picture here for us to learn what it means to repent. We must turn to the Lord. If we are repenting, we must turn to God with our hearts. And then it must it must show with our confession. And as we begin to confess what is in our hearts, we must begin to allow that in our behavior in other words obedience must follow action must follow let's read Osea chapter 14 it says return O Israel to the Lord your God for your sins have brought you down you hear that God was telling them your sins have brought you down sadly we know the story we know the full story they never returned or they returned for only a little while and continued with their sins. Return, all Israel, to the Lord your God, for your sins have brought you down. Bring your confessions and return to the Lord. To the Lord, Say to him, forgive all our sins and graciously receive us so that we may offer you our praises. You see the three-step process there? Okay, they returned. First of all, they, it says bring your confession. In other words, they are coming back to God because they are, they, they sh- or God was telling them in coming back to me, uh, there must be remorse. Okay, there must be remorse. They should be remorseful and then confess. Confess your sins as you return. It says, they should then ask, ask, forgive all our sins and graciously receive us. It says then, it says so that uh, we may offer you our praises. Yes, that is the action part. That is the three part, you know, uh, to, to true repentance and turning to God. Three, it says Assyria cannot save us, nor can our war horses. Ne- never again will we say to, to the idols we have made, you are our God. No, in you alone do the orphans find mercies. And I feel Usia is the one here praying on behalf of the people. It says the Lord says, then I will heal you of your faithlessness. My love will know no bound, for my anger will be gone forever. God is saying that, look, if you truly repent, okay, if you ask me for forgiveness, and I'm telling you, Jeremiah told them this, 
kept on telling the people. You saw it even with Babylon when Daniel was telling the king, Ah, this is what I have seen concerning you. But king, if you will just turn from your wicked ways, ah, yes, if you will just repent, this is what God promised. Since the Lord says, Then I will heal you of your faithlessness. My love will know no bound, for my anger will be gone forever. Since I will be to Israel like a refreshing dew from heaven. Ah, I pray for you this morning. God will be a refreshing dew for you in the name of Jesus. The Lord will be a refreshing dew in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. It says Israel will blossom like the lily. I pray for you this morning. You will blossom like the lily. You will blossom again in the mighty name of Jesus. Because the Lord will pour his love upon you, I declare today you will be fruitful again. As you return back to the Lord, as you turn to the Lord again, you will be fruitful again. It says that, Lord, like a refreshing dew from heaven, Israel will blossom like the lily. It will send roots deep into the soil like the cedars in Lebanon. Its branches will spread out like beautiful olive trees, as fragrant as the cedars of Lebanon. It says, my people will again live under my shade. Ah, I pray for you. That is your testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. You see, in the New Testament, it's a bit different for us in that Christ brings us under this shade. As long as we are in Christ Jesus, this is our portion. We just have to claim claim it okay uh, we just have to stand and see the manifestation it says my people will again live under my shade they will flourish like grain and blossom like grapevine they will be as fragrant as the wines the wines of lebanon O Israel, stay away from idols. I am the one who answers your prayers and cares for you. I am like a tree that is always green. All your fruit comes from me. God was telling the people, everything you are running after an idol for comes from me. Stay with me. Turn to me. Nice says, let those who are wise understand these things. Let those who with discernment listen carefully. The paths of the Lord are true and right. And righteous people live by walking in them. But in those paths, sinners stumble and fall. I pray for you this morning. You will not stumble and fall in the mighty name of Jesus. You are wise. You are, you are, you, we will call you among the righteous one. And so because you are the righteous one, you will walk in the path of the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord will give you discernment. You will serve God and him alone in the precious name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you this morning. Thank you for giving us heart that truly longs to love you, longs to know you. Father, thank you for putting in our heart. Scripture says that as the deer longs for the water, Lord, let our souls long for you. Father, thank you for giving us such passions, such longings for you. We pray, Lord, this morning, someone, I want you to go ahead and begin to pray. Lord, let my longing for you continue to increase in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, as we turn to you, someone is turning to you in repentance this morning. Father, thank you because we know that you accept them and you receive them back in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we give you all the praise. 
take us deeper, deeper in our walk with you, deeper in our love for you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Thank you because we love you more and more. We love you better and better. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for taking us deeper in our walk with you. In the name of Jesus, we pray this morning. All the days of our lives, we will love you. All the days of our lives, Lord, we will walk with you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we make this commitment today. Lord, we will never serve an idol. Lord, we will live for you. Thank you, precious Lord. As your people go today, Lord, bless them. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.